0: This is a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode. Today we talk about threesomes going abroad and being considered the little sister. Check it out, enjoy it, share it with friends. Cast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam York Lazar every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this keeps getting bigger. You, the listener, encouraging a friend to listen as well. Telling them about... These emails and the advice and the stories and the fun that we have here, let them know. Let them know. And I got to say, I, I'm on Snapchat, JTrain56. I'm on Instagram, at Jared Freed. I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jared I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Anytime you guys show me how you're listening, where you're listening, it feathers my nuts. Oh, baby. Papa JT feels it oh so good Because it's oh so wrong That you take that feather And you just go up and down the seam Sometimes you guys go too low And hit the anus And I'm like oh Look at you listener That's when, the car, when it's a full car of people When you write new listeners That's, that's that feather going a little too too low Too deep
1: Too hard uh- I feel very weird with you making <laughs> just solid eye contact with me the whole time while you're telling this.
0: Oh, uh, the whole feather uh, thing. Also, anytime a guest comes on, I just stare them yeah, deep you're just, into star- you're just
1: staring too while far. Well, I just I can't fe- do it. a feather fest. It's too real.
0: J-Train, Papa <laughs> JT, Uncle J-Train, the King of Brunch, <laughs> the Climax Czar, Omelette Overlord, all here. So listen, keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. And I, I do have to go into it every episode. Um, I'll take my 30 seconds. If you're having if you're finding some value out of this podcast, we are on Patreon and I want to let you know about Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared freed. You can sign up for different levels of membership for a buck. You get the, the the website and the blog, and we're doing. We're also doing, you know, behind the scenes write ups after every episode, and we're also doing. Um, we're taking the hypotheticals we do here, and I'm putting them on Patreon. We're all having a discussion there. For five dollars, you get a bonus podcast every month at the very least. Uh, for ten dollars, you can. Every Sunday, I get a mound of questions over Snapchat. We're taking all those personal advice questions. If you have something, you just need someone to ease your Sunday scaries, Sunday weirds. If you need someone just to tickle your, 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 your tailbone. J Train's going to do it for 10 bucks a month. He'll be your personal life coach and help you out over there. So, and then uh, the, 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 the feathering of all featherings is I'll do a bumble Tinder makeover for about 20 bucks a month. So go on patreon.com/ <laughs> slash Jared Freed If you're finding value in this podcast in your life, get a little more out of it. Give back to the community. Cause all the money, it's like you're shoveling coals into the engine of the tra- J-Trade. <laughs> that's, it's not going to, you know, I'm not going with my brunch on this dough. It's going back into the funny. Yeah. So you guys give to Patreon. It comes right back to you with better quality content and production value and videos and podcasts and guests, and that's all coming. And if you're a Patreon member, you get free tickets for you and a guest to the live J Train Podcast, October 3rd, live J Train Podcast at the world-famous Comedy Cellar Village Underground Room. It's a big room. We got to fill it up. It's
1: the 3rd of October.
0: 3rd of October, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. Come, bring a crew. It's going to be fun. We're getting special guests. We're going to get some gets, big-time names. So we're already working on it. We're going to release names as the weeks come out. But October 3rd, I want you there with a the crew. We're gonna do a live hello, hypotheticals, emails, special guests. It's gonna be fantastic. Also, this is my announcement section. Let's get through them. J Train voicemail. We're gonna hear a new vo- a voicemail at the end of this podcast. It's up and running. The number 347 669 8252. That's 347 669 8252. That's the J Train Podcast voicemail. Anything you want, leave it on the voicemail. We'll get to it at the end of the episode. Also, I'm coming to some places. Uh, I'm calling that number. You call it up. I will. It's a spe- and there's a special voicemail response for me. I can't wait. So, also, 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 Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, 10, uh, October 18th and 19th. Comics come home at the Boston Garden, uh, November 18th, Mohegan Sun, uh, November 24th and 25th Right after the Thanksgiving holiday Very excited about today's guest You heard him chime in already He's a, he's a new OKP He's
1: back, he's back again Boom. Pump, Pumped to have him Boom. Mo Ammer, thank What's you for up? coming on I mean, I'm so happy to be here, bro. Such I a pleasure. I couldn't wait. I can't wait for these questions. I'm it's, chomping at the bits. We got questions. To hear Mo, what people are going all through. All of you need to go follow Mo right
0: now, at RealMoAmmer on Twitter and Instagram. He's going to be tonight. This comes out Tuesday, the 12th of September. Mm-hmm. Tonight you're doing shows at the Village Underground or the
1: or Comedy the cellar. cellar. Yeah, I'm at the Cellar. Yeah. And you're doing uh, your own hour. Yeah, I'm doing my own hour at the uh, at the uh, yeah at the, at the uh, Fat Black. Yeah, it'll be uh yeah it'll be one of the partner locations at the you know it'll be great. Yeah, you can get tickets at www.comiccell.com. I think the first show is sold out. Well, actually, this first show is sold out. Second show is very close to getting sold out. So so
0: right now, get on that. You got to get on
1: that. And I'll be at Phoenix uh, House of Comedy all week, Wednesday House through Saturday. House
0: of Comedy Wednesday through Saturday mm. on the road, and I mean, I mean you just did and to tell the listeners, Mo is fantastic. You all should go see him. He's so much fun to watch on stage. Uh, it's a party. It's a great. It's great to watch it, and you Thank always you k- it kills, 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 brings that kills. fire. <laughs> you just opened for Dave Chappelle at yeah. Radio City Music Hall for a month. Yeah, what was that like? What's the what, what's the 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 most crazy memory you have?
1: man it's hard to pick so I was on he had like 16 shows I did 7 of those shows yeah 6 of those shows and I was there from like 90% of them just hanging out and uh-huh. being there uh, but man it was hard to hard to like man Chance the Rapper probably like the 17th with Chance the Rapper Jon Stewart was a secret special guest mm-hmm. Um, That was probably like a, one of my favorite nights because my mother was there, Dave's mom was there, yeah. like everybody was together, the feeling and just getting those words of wisdom from like uh John Stewart. He walked up to me and said some shit that just like you know stuff that I'll keep for myself, you know. Of course, for a future, you know, like it was just amazing. It was just the vibe, the feeling, what he was going through, you know, leaving the Daily Show and him just kind of like wondering where he's going. And it's what such he needs a
0: weird and, moment. It's got to yeah. be you're sitting there going. John fucking Stewart, and he's talking to you as a peer.
1: Yeah, it's insane. It's right? insane. I mean, not only that, but he's just like uh, recognizing the things that I'm doing, which always feels good. Like when you're doing your job, yeah, you consider yourself a professional, been around for a long time, and when somebody of the likes of John Stewart. Yeah, Drops it's kind of like it, it's
0: kinda like, when it, like someone from the board. Yeah.
1: You know? exactly. <laughs> the boardroom comes exactly. out and goes, Listen, kid, you're doing the right thing. The board of trusted artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk, <laughs> you know, walk over to that legendary icon himself. It's funny because, like, in
0: comedy, yeah. you know, no one's in suits. Nobody, like, there's no, there's levels, but there's no set out levels. Like, everyone no. at, at a company knows the CEO. Yes. But in comedy, you just, there's these people that are CEO level right. that you just want them to come up to you and go, Good job, kid Yeah, exactly You know, and give you A little pat on the back The
1: best thing is that There was some industry Standing there trying to talk to me Mm. And he literally like Shoved the industry Out of the way To tell me what he wanted to say and it was that was like the perfect thing that could happen that, that situation. <laughs> I mean, that guy... I, I know it was cool. It was I,
0: cool. I, I was at the cellar one night and mm-hmm. I did a spot and I came off stage and he was there. And he was like, right. great stuff. He, like, he said something nice. Then he went on stage. I watched him. I'm like, oh my God, fucking John Stewart. And then I'm watching him. And then he was like hanging out afterwards. And it's fun to see someone who's like such a big time name just be a dude. Yeah, exactly. Like just a guy's guy. He was sitting there talking, shooting the shit, being cool. It was just like... You know, those are the fun moments where you're like, oh,
1: you're just like us. Yeah, there's one thing about being, like, um, just being one of the guys, but also another thing to desire to be around the guys. Yes. You know? Like, you could tell. He's the guy that's just like, man, you know, I quit the show. I, uh... Sitting there, I'm still being creative, still doing that. But I'm with my kids all day, and I miss like-minded people. And uh, I need you guys just as much as you need me. Yeah, you know that's that's what feels good. He's not like uh, I don't need you fuckers. You know, he just he walks. He's not doing us a favor by hanging out. He's hanging out, being
0: like, ah man, this is good to be back, back at the you know the, the, the the back in the club. I mean, the, the, the it's just a fun, cool thing. And I'm pumped to have you, Mo Ammer, at Real Mo Ammer on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow support, House of Comedy Phoenix, tonight at the Comedy Cellar. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it,
1: man. Let's make it happen. Super pumped. By uh, the way, the whole entire Radio City music run was incredible. You know? Crazy. It's not just that, just that moment. That was a special moment to me. My moment with Dave's mom was incredible. Well, it's funny because like, you're so the, used yeah. to
0: being around Chappelle that just yeah. being around Chappelle would be enough.
1: Right. But you're you know, that's a buddy of yours. Yeah, he is, absolutely. And he also desensitized me to what it is and just like you know, you walk into a green room and Jennifer Lawrence could be there. You never yeah. know. You, you know you don't know what kind of artist is gonna be waiting there talking to Dave. And that's what also that I'm so impressed with him. He has just across the board. You're it's so interesting to see. The amount of fans, but not only the amount of fans, but how diverse his fan base is. I mean, it's within the collective of artists that he's, you know, Hollywood or whatever. It's pretty crazy. Show even yeah. over that the course of that
0: month when he was like doing those shows at Radio City, like I was hosting a lot at the cellar, yeah, and he was showing up a lot and right. like even him, he was a, so, you know, he was hanging around just being like a normal guy. Like he didn't have that. Like he, it felt like he really liked being around comics, right? Like and being and he does. And and then he came. Yeah. I remember that night that we were there. It was like I hosted one comic went, then you did like five, and yeah. then brought him on stage, right. and then he did like two hours. Yeah, that's right. And then like people, you know, they don't. There was because he was there so much. People were kind of like half like maybe he'll show. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and then it's it's kind of like you're waiting on a ghost to haunt you. you He's He
1: just I love. I never get tired of how crazy the audience goes. Never, never. I mean,
0: but that night it's specifically,
1: you talk about the wide
0: range of fans. Yeah, like, there were everyone went wild, but then in the back, I remember he went up and he was like, he was just literally like, Will Sylvans was just pitching him news items, right, 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 and he was just riffing on news items. You're like, I can't believe I'm listening to him just like talk about today's you know headlines, right? And in the back, there was like one uh, older black woman who just kept going, "Get him, Dave." <laughs> get him, baby. Get him, Dave. And, get him. And like like if Trump came out, get him, Dave. And that like then you would like have a measured response and he would like have like a like a really cool thought on whatever topic was. And then all of a sudden some guy it was this uh it was like an Indian kid. He was walking. It's like after he's having this profound political thought, this Indian kid who's like, he was really short and he was afraid about... of being seen. Right. So then he like walks across because to go to the bathroom, you have to walk across the whole club. Sure. And he ducks to walk across. And Dave just looks over and is like, what is going on yeah, here? Yeah. And then he looks at, he goes, what are you doing? At some point, over, and he starts talking to this Indian kid who's like, obviously, a, just like the older black one, just this other, like this young NYU kid. Right. And then he says, let me, what's your name?
1: And his name was something like. Sad Butt. Sad Butt. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. <laughs> S, I, I told him, was, uh, the doorman told me, yeah, that kid's name is Sad Butt. And I was like, shut up, man. And he showed me his reservation. It was S-A-A-D. Sad Butt? butt. That's how his name is spelled. And the funniest part is his middle name. Was yes, so it was sad, but, but you know, that shit was just like. <laughs> and hilarious.
0: Dave finds this you know diamond in the rough and starts looking at his ID. Yeah, and then it turns from like this like profound political conversation to let's just have some fun with the name Sad Butt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he can
1: riff on anything, man. So he's, unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it.
0: Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. dot com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Mo Ammer at real Mo Ammer. Twitter and Instagram, House of Comedy in Phoenix, comedy Cellar tonight. Threesomes.
1: That's the topic of today? That's the topic of this email. That's my
0: dearest J Trey. All right. Oh sexiest of the Jews, a fellow douchebag. <laughs> oh a fellow douchebag needs your help. My girlfriend and I, both 22 years of age, are struggling with some very deep issues. We want to have a three-way, but the Tinder, bumble wells are dry, leaving us dehydrated and thirsting for that delicious milk and honey, a.k.a. vagina, a.k.a. that motherfucking sweet pussy. <laughs> Yahweh, please give us your wisdom on how to find some delicious vagine.
1: This guy is... I'm concerned for him for many reasons. I
0: mean... <laughs> this, this, uh, when he said uh, deep
1: issues in the beginning and you kept going with the emails like, yeah, that's that's...
0: It sounds, uh, sounds
1: like he does have sounds like I wrote issues. this email. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's just saying, called you Yahweh. So I was just yeah. like, what's going on with this guy?
0: <laughs> what do you, what do you <laughs> think? Have you ever been in a three-way situation? Have you ever tried to you know make these things happen?
1: Um, You know, <laughs> why are you going to be asking me these questions? Um, listen, I was thinking, I'm going to bring it to the guest first. I'll, I'll go into my own thing. Yeah, there's, uh, yes, I'm, I know some things about this world. Okay, say. how would you set it up if you're him? He first of all, he's with his girlfriend, right? Yes. That's the, that's the weird thing. They're probably gonna break up after this. I can't mean, can't last. It's like first of all, they're 22. It's not like they're you know in their 30s and mature and yeah. Like even then, they're gonna have a hard time. It's like who are you gonna pick? You gonna pick your fucking next door neighbor? You gonna see this bitch every day? Like, totally. Hey, remember when I just stick my dick in your mouth and my girlfriend's mouth? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Still kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in the moment you feel that way, but I'm sure like you know it's gotta it's gotta, it's he's, all about the, who's the, who's the third party and what's gonna happen and. What are their deep-rooted issues? This as has well? to
0: sound. This, ha, I mean, obviously, this relationship will end. Obviously, they're just looking for their lat. It's kind of what this is really. When you start talking about the threesome with the mm. girlfriend, it's basically like, okay, what's our last finishing move? You right. know, like our last hurrah. <laughs> this is them driving off the cliff at the end of the week. Yeah, exactly, they're going to go for it at the end. <laughs> they're just going to get it going. But I, I do have to say that. And yeah. this is going to be a weird analogy. With any threesome right. situation from the guy's point of view, Sure, I can only speak for men. Like, if it's a woman, if you're a girl listening, listen, you have. Uh, the, you, there are. Some pluses girls and love mi- it, Yeah. And there's pluses and minuses to being male or female. Sure. The plus for a female is if you want a threesome, you can freely bring that up at any fucking time as long as, time. as it's another chick. Over tea. <laughs> yes. Or, and even if it's another dude, you, we can go, no, but I'm happy that you're fucking freaky and fun and whatever. Right, right, right. Um, but for a guy in this situation, you and this is a weird analogy, I know. You have to treat it like it's your kid who's it's your child who's trying to choose what to eat and you wanna have a little nibble.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so
0: so if you're into chicken McNuggets and you're at McDonald's with your kid and the kid's like, I want apple slices, you'll be like, Yeah, apple slices are great, but McN- ah, my favorites, McNuggets. You yeah. have to be the puppet master, is yeah, what yeah. I'm saying.
1: It feels like a quarter pounder, like he has a quarter pounder and he has a Big Mac. He's just being gluttonous now with a Big Mac. <laughs> and he's just fucking putting those two <laughs> putting amazing those two together. juices together. That's but, what's happening. But I'm saying that this guy, he doesn't want just fucking, you know, the girlfriend the, who. The, the vegan and that. No, he wants the whole. He wants it all. He wants the cheesecake on the
0: side. Yeah. So, this guy, what you need to do is you have to make it the girl's responsibility to find the person because nothing good can come out of you having an opinion on who she picks as a lady. Because, sure. like, let's say he's like, Sure. Because with the threesome situation, if the guy was, if, if, if she's like, Well, what do you think of that girl? And he's like, Oh, she's so fucking hot. And then it turns into they fuck. The jealousy thing. Sure. You have to make it so anything she says. They should just it's go to Vegas.
1: Her. And uh, pony up for a hooker. That's what they. That's. Do. I mean, that's going to yeah. be
0: the cleanest and the the least strings attached. Exit. Option. Yeah. Exit. Yeah. Quick but exit. But my advice to anyone in this situation where the girl's like, "Yeah, I would be into it," you have to make it her thing you can't be like oh you're into it and then goes start play- oh i got the perfect girl right, <laughs> like, right now right, it's right. like you've planned this whole yeah, thing yeah yeah you need to make everything
1: her idea absolutely and it, it should be, be her idea she has to pick it she has to take you know the whole thing you have to come in agreement of what you both like her them, yeah but yeah. her type is your type at this point yeah of course if she's
0: like i like girls uh with one leg
1: you're like oh that's yeah. what i've always dreamed of yeah. it's i just kind want- <laughs> of interesting it would be interesting you know maybe a one-legged woman in a threesome yeah. would create, you know, less obstruction. That's called the two and a half some. Less <laughs> J Train Less five. obstructions in the view. J Train
0: Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Mohammer at real mohammer on
1: Twitter and Instagram they Hello? have to be in a really strong relationship, though. I'm still in the threesome thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's got to be strong. Got to be strong. And he didn't tell us his deep rooted issues. Like we don't know what the fuck is going on in their life. They got deep rooted issues, so that's well, his deep rooted issue
0: is that they need a threesome. Is that yeah? <laughs> yeah I'm that's sure. a... They're driving off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, This is the end of the relationship. Look, gonna it party. doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter who you pick. Strippers now. and cocaine. Just fucking, you pick it. She picks it. Doesn't fucking matter. You're obviously both driving off a cliff. <laughs> Make sure you enjoy it. Be in the moment and, and uh, don't come and then too repent. Quick. That's the big. It's the worst ending to a threesome. You. can a lot of horrible filth on you after
0: that. <laughs> Hello, J train and fantastic guests. I'm going to cut right to this, you train. I think emailing you is enough nut feathering for one day. I will try and keep this <laughs> short and sweet. I was talking to a guy, so it's a chick email. Cool. <laughs> and I thought we really hit it off from the start. He was great. I felt like we had a lot in common. He expressed that he was really like me. Felt like he was making a lot of time, uh, a lot of the first moves to begin with. Then one day we were talking about where this was going because it was seemed like we were together. And he said, I'm just not ready to be in a relationship. He went on about how it wasn't me and it was him and blah, blah, blah. Then we just stopped talking. To me, I think of that as uh, he is not interested in me and I should just move on and forget about him, And but I'm so confused on what happened. It's now a few months later after that happened and we talked occasionally throughout the week and hook up occasionally when we are together. I feel like we have a good time and enjoy each other's company, but it's feeling like it's just friends with benefits. I'm starting to date other guys because I'm not sure what he wants and if he's just using me for the hookups. I can honestly say I do not want to date other guys, but I also don't want to keep waiting around until he is ready to be in a relationship because I still do not want do not even know what the hell I'm just not ready to be in a relationship means. Is that a guy's way of saying I'm not interested at all? P.S. This guy just told me uh, this guy told me to listen to your podcast. So he's obviously a good guy. Thank you for the help uh, in advance and thank uh, for your podcast to get me through to and from work. What do you think?
1: I definitely think he's fucking at this point. I'm sorry, but that's what's happening. If we're not ready to get a relationship. He could be scared, but it feel it feels to me, mm. it feels to me, that he's just winning, you know. He's just getting what he needs, and he's afraid yeah. to get in a relationship. He's enjoying her company, obviously. He's not just doing it just to have sex alone, because he is enjoying her company, because he was initiating it. Mm-hmm. And that probably scared him off, because he's, you know, living his life and doing whatever. Yeah, commitment's a bit...
0: Like, our generation, our age group, these, like, 10 years right now, commitments... We're all commitment-phobic. This is this, this is a very normal thing for everyone our age. We're not committing to jobs or companies or even foods. We get tapas instead of a fucking, you know, an order, you know, for dinner. So, you know, look at where we're all moving. Um, The one thing I'll say to her is like, I can't change her, how she feels, because how she feels is how she feels. But some perspective is that she's like, she's uh, using me for the hookup. Generally, guys aren't using for the hookup with someone like this. Where they're not ready to be able, they're using you for the emotional stability, right? You know, like right. you, you know, you're not usually going back. To, like I, I don't keep going back to the well of the girl. I'm not ready to be a relationship with, but I do like texting because of the fucking. You know, That's I can wa- I can whack off and get off. On my own in my on my own without her for those needs. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. It's usually Never. to like to say to her, like, listen, you make me feel good because you give me attention and you're a nice person. But the not ready for a relationship is him saying, Maybe I could do better. Maybe there's a better fit. Maybe there's someone that's out there that's better than this situation that you present to me. And that sucks to hear, but for her, where she's at this point. It's kind of like the. That's for her
1: benefit too.
0: You got to move on, but this is the thing: she needs to make herself uh, more of an Everest and less of a landing pad. Okay, yeah. So this is kind of advice, the way I see it from this email, because I've been in this situation. I've been this guy where I'm like, I'm not ready for a relationship. Two girls that are perfectly great and fun and awesome, and then they kind of just will wait there and be like, "Well, I'm ready," and it's like, no, guys. She's doing the right thing by moving. By moving on. Yes. She needs to move on because what guys want is to say, oh, I jumped out of my ball, my ballpark. I, I climbed the thing that couldn't be climbed. I, it's, it's more of an ego thing for us than it is to say, because if she says, yeah, listen, I'm ready to go when you are, guys are very, uh, aren't usually turned on by that. Right. We want to look and say. Yeah, she wouldn't be with me. And then she realized how great I am and how good I am at fucking and how huge this penis is. This and she was hilarious. like, I got to be with, her. you know what I mean? So yeah. right now when she says that, like, I'm, uh, I also don't want to keep waiting around waiting around girl is just not hot to guys, right? Girl who's on her way and saying you're either with me or you're not is hot to guys. Right. So the only way to rearrange this is to rearrange the perspective and it's for her to go and say, listen, you need to be not afraid to lose this fucking guy. Right. And and maybe he's a good guy.
1: And I agree. He's probably a good guy. It's probably a lot like me and you. She's got to be not afraid to, I mean, excuse me, afraid to lose this guy. Is that what you said? saying? I'm saying she needs to not afraid to lose him. So yeah. like saying to him, Hey,
0: uh, what's going on right now? I enjoy talking to you, but I'm not enjoying this setup we have. Right. Which includes us hooking up randomly when you can't find better. So I'm going to start dating, and I'm going to stop texting with you. As much as that's going
1: to hurt. That's the best thing she can do. That's the best thing she can do. Yeah, period. Move on. Because I'm not not saying he's going to come back, but if he does come back, that's the only only way he does. Because
0: right now he's saying, all right, I got this chick on the back burner while I go and... Test out, you know, better, you know, basically. and she's not
1: a back burner chick. That's no, the whole fucking point. That's the whole point. Okay? And, and, it's and, the it, whole point. You are not a back burner. You don't put baby in the corner. Yeah, this is the truth. Do not put baby in the corner. And,
0: and I think for her, it's you one go. Of, what's it's her kind, name?
1: We we don't know all your names, names on this
0: podcast. But I I do so, I hear where she's coming from because she's like not ready for a relationship. But you're doing all the relationship stuff. You asking what are we is basically saying is saying to the guy. Oh, you're not an animal anymore. You're a house kitten.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: You know, that is you. It's not the you don't scare guys. Girls always say the term scaring
1: him away. You're not scaring him away. You're showing him the reality that he's not out on the fuck trail anymore. He needs to just be like, look, if she makes him feel like a lion all the time. He's not gonna need you to. gotta you make a make dude feel, feel like a lion Make him feel like a fucking lion And
0: and that is like a very Just
1: make him feel great, so good yeah. That
0: is a great point but it's so hard to do Because you have to be uber confident And you have to be like yeah this is The best meat this lion's ever gonna find Yeah, yeah. Just J-Train, be like this is amazing J-Train Podcast at gmail.com J-Train Podcast at gmail.com Here with Mo Ammer Late 20s help Nice Hey Train. Recently met a girl at the bar who was friends with a girl I went to college with. The girl I know from college and I were very good friends during school. We didn't keep in touch after because we lived in different parts of the country. The girl from the bar told me that my college friend always spoke about me and said I was a good guy. Felt like I hit it off with a girl who knew my friend from college, but I'm confused on how to to approach. This is the easiest way. You got a
1: recommendation. Yeah, exactly. You're in. You're in. She doesn't seem like she's his friend from college. Is not the one that's going after him anyway. The yeah, the, the move just the, pop in, son. The move is Facebook friend request with a note
0: saying, "Hey, great meeting you the other night. F- found you through our mutual
1: friend. We should get drinks next week. Let me know when you're free." That's great, and for sure, his friend from college doesn't have any feelings for him or anything like that. Yeah, and also she's gonna. What's gonna
0: happen is this girl is gonna go to the friend. Be like, hey, he just ask me, and she's going to go, this is
1: awesome. That's what you need. Based on based on what he, his email, sounds like that's exactly what would happen.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's, you should do it. it immediately. Immediately. And also,
0: we don't need, you know, what is there? how to approach? Approach, get into it. Get dirty. Don't feel ashamed. And also, drinks first. Oh, 100%. Weekday drinks, baby. We're sponsored. Yeah, weekday drinks are. That's the move. At. Yeah. Blue Apron. Love a Blue Apron sponsorship. Fur, It's the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Uh, established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. Cooking together brailed strong. Hey, listen. They got great meals and all this stuff. Here are the re- th- reasons you want to buy it. Two reasons that I love Blue Apron. Okay? Accomplishing a goal very few times in your life after college. College, take the test, you know, get the material, take the test, get the grade you deserve. That's not how life works out. Mm-hmm. Blue Apron gives you the material, you take the test, you compare it to the pictures, you've accomplished a goal, that feels good. Opening and shutting cases doesn't happen a lot. A lot of time life is vague and goes on and on and on with no ending until your fucking eyes go shut and you don't even realize it's over. Boom. Blue apron gives you a beginning, middle, and end to make you feel good about your day. Also, portion control. very tough to cook for yourself, okay? With blue apron, you're not eating as much as you would if you were to go to the grocery store where you're gonna act like a big piece of shit pig.
1: I'm doing this immediately.
0: Number three, It'll get you blown. <laughs> cook for a girl. <laughs> yeah. Or, or get you eaten out. Cook for a guy. Cook for a girl. Oh, you were in the kitchen all day. Sit back. Sit back. Sit back. Take this blow job. Yes. Take this conilingus. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JTrain. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's BlueApron.com slash JTrain, BlueApron.com slash JTrain. Blue Apron, a better way to cook, it'll get you laid. we got a hypothetical. Boom. Sup, J Train? Here's a hypothetical for you. Love your nuts, have a feather. Would you rather have a dope job where you travel the world, make good money, meet celebrities, and work with cool people, but you have a tame personality and personal life? Like regret like regret not going out more, settling for a seven, six, seven wife, and living in a boring town. Seven six seven six face body personality
1: right. is the rating. Set.
0: Or nine 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 you have a nine 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 girl who you can choose to marry at any time. Awesome friends, smart and attractive children, and if you choose to have them, live in a cool city, but having a nine nine to five motherfucking desk job that doesn't interest you whatsoever never quite pays enough. Feel like on some level this is something a lot of people choose between. Shit. So you either have the best. Uh, well, I don't job, like his world. Best job yeah. with mediocre life, or great life
1: with mediocre job. I mean, it's about life, right? Right. I think so too. I mean, it's about life at that point. What what gives you the best life? This is not generally how things happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you have a fucking gangster ass job, you don't ever end up with a seven six seven. (laughs) And and if you You have like a fucking break, but
0: also like all the all
1: the stuff translates. Your hypothetical is bullshit.
0: (laughs) It also translates. Like if you're not happy in your job, you usually. Not happy in other places of life. You take right. it out in other places of your life. Exactly. You drink more. You, you know you get you exactly. you, you try to. he's a nine wife,
1: but he beats her every three days. <laughs> yes.
0: And it's fucking like, hates his children. And, yeah, and the kids are crying every night. Yes. So, I mean, I'm going with the nine nine wife, and the I deal with the nine to five because I would come home to this
1: like amazing, right, thing. Yeah, but I'm just wondering about all the financial issues that they're having that they're arguing about at home. <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Job that never pays enough? You got to add that on top of there? Yeah, the sh- The is already happy. Just say he's unhappy and he makes a decent living. Yeah, he's unhappy. <laughs> fucking just add this other thing. Obviously going to fight. Whoever yeah. wrote this has never been married in a real fucking relationship their entire life and uh, lives in a fantasy world. I'm yeah, sorry. The, fuck the your money thing is, is an interesting thing. Like, we got to fix this hypothetical.
0: His, fib- his hypothetical should be, you have a job that pays everything off but you don't like it. Right. With everything else is great. Yeah, phenomenal. Or a job that is stars and celebrities and travel but sure. your your life is somewhat mediocre. Miserable. Yeah.
1: No, I would I would take two then, too. In that scenario. I'm
0: taking the the life stuff. Cuz I would just sit at work all day just on Facebook anyway.
1: 100 <laughs> fucking percent. I would do whatever I would just do the minimum that is required to pass and can keep my job. That's I
0: it. think this is a good email for you. you. And by
1: the way, if you're in a fucking amazing relationship with a dope-ass family and everything, they're going to get you out of that job. Yeah. They're going to be like, you know what, Dad? We want you happy. We want more you know? for you. You're going to be fucking wildly successful. So I take the other other side 100%. percent It's going to eventually collapse and fall with the other
0: hypothetical <laughs> questions.
1: Struggles abroad. All right, let's do it. You travel abroad a lot. All the time. All the time. I just got back from Oman, Jordan, and You went Qatar. to Oman. Amman, Amman, yeah, Jordan, Jordan, yes, great time, great time. How was the shows? Uh, did shows in Qatar and then I stopped in uh, in in Amman on the way home. So we had a guy
0: in my fraternity from Qatar, yeah. uh-huh. and he was older, and um, his name was like his name. I, I don't want to give his name on the podcast, sure. But his even though we gave out. Um, the, the dude that was at the show. Yeah, Sad. 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 Maybe we should take away. The, we'll sad, just the, take out his middle name.
1: Yeah. Um, sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> but his name is Sad. <laughs> but. Made Shelby's job. Yeah, well. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs>
0: they, this dude, his name is like, you know, like from Qatar. Yeah. And then some girl at one social event was like, your name's Kevin,
1: right? Hilarious. And so then what we happened? just called him Kevin. Are you serious? That's awesome for his the rest <laughs> of his for the rest of his, high, of his co- collegiate, co- career. collegiate career was just That's Kevin hilarious. because
0: it was such a ridiculous like his name was like you know like your name is Mohammed Amr. Yeah.
1: like <laughs> <Ahmed> and, <Bashrawi. laughs> and then it's, just, it's like if a girl looked at you it was Kevin. just like Kevin right yeah. and so we just thought it was so funny. I mean, it's a dream scenario, <laughs> right? To be in a relationship <laughs> in college that nobody knows your actual no one name. knows your actual name. Fucking can have a ball, yeah.
0: Remember, Kevin was crazy. I'm here to tuck your nuts with feathers of the great American bald eagle you serve. Made me look forward to Tuesdays and Fridays for months on end and saved my ass with internship commute this past summer. Thank you for that. And Enough of this feathering. Let's get to business. I'm abroad in the great city of Amsterdam. we have got tons of Amsterdam. weed, sick bars, green, green parks, and life is great. I've made a solid international group of bros, and I really have nothing to complain about except for the huge lack of pussy. What I have been on the struggle train since I have arrived and I can't quite diagnose it. And as time continues to pass, it gets worse and worse, definitely affecting the confidence. It might be that the girls there uh, have more respect for themselves. Oh, my God. Uh, And that my uncultured American self is used to the simplicity of his college bar. And I need advice. Don't get me wrong. Me and the bros have had some great nights. A solid trip to Belgium. has been look. He's got to prove that he's doing okay. Yeah. Uh, not only it
1: to prove he's doing okay, but then he completely insulted women. Yeah. But, the, the American, especially in American women. But I would just oh, like to... in, in uh, you know in Holland they really respect themselves a lot more. <laughs> uh, you know they just suck dick and. How does he get and, some and... chicks abroad?
0: How do you get? How do you like talk to girls abroad? You're abroad a lot. How do you talk to women there?
1: I mean, it's like it talking different? to women everywhere. Yeah. No, it's the same shit. You're same just thing. off, man. Just, something's off in your, in your, it's your all, approach. It's also off in his your...
0: head. And also, the one thing you're missing abroad... And I'll say this about abroad. Okay? If you're going to do a study abroad, I did a study is this, abroad.
1: Is this a, a pun as well? <laughs> Here's the thing about <laughs> let me, abroad.
0: Let me say the thing about abroad and broads. Abroads. <laughs> <The> <laughs> yeah. I went to Italy, did a semester in Florence. Yeah. If you're going abroad those first two weeks fucking suck okay Okay. you're uncomfortable you're jet lagged you don't know anybody but the problem is you feel even worse about it because everyone else who went abroad comes back and tells you how great a time it is right it will be a great time it's gonna be a fantastic experience you just have to realize that those first two weeks are the things that nobody talks about
1: when they get back from abroad i thought he's been there a long time he's been there a while now i'm just saying that his problem with chicks is not unheard of yeah, his problem with chicks is definitely not unheard of. I would just say it's definitely in his approach. It's a yeah, it and sounds I like think his approach because Amsterdam is a fucking amazing city, and he's got to get it out Spent of his head. Months there over the years, yeah. You know, what's a good place to go to in Amsterdam? Oh man, I mean, it just depends on what you like. I go to the greenhouse, mm. and not the not the one that attracts all the tourists. I'm talking about the one behind Dom Square. So you you walk back to the left where they sell those halal pepperoni pizzas because you got to get some halal pepperonis of if course. you can get that. And you go down straight and you just chill there. I get some. I just drink tea and coffee and smoke an unbelievable amount of weed <laughs> while I sit outside, <laughs> people watching, yeah. and taking notes. And then I go hit up the comedy clubs. You okay, know, I go pop in, do some comedy club sets. Uh, either before we do the theater show It's a show big comedy town. It's a big comedy town. Yeah, so we do we usually do shows at the Mirfar Theater.
0: Yeah.
1: And then it's either before or after. Usually after we do the show then uh, then i do a bunch of like spots and have fun and just meet a bunch of people but i would go to, i would do, i would do this moroccan I, I, food a place called domorak it's outside of uh, amsterdam this it's is fucking amazing a, this
0: kid's getting the advice of a fucking century domorak
1: bro it's freaking amazing what
0: i'll say to you especially in amsterdam where the people who speak english there like yeah. it's not a big you know oh, yeah. yeah so
1: bro you, kill it he I, should be killing it
0: he should be killing it the the one thing you have to do as an american is fucking tone it down yeah, I think our big thing is that we go into somewhere and we're like, yeah,
1: that's definitely and, a problem. It's,
0: uh, that's a problem. People aren't moving at that like, and also you're not in a college town. This 100%. is the same thing as going from a college town to any city because you're the you look young. And you look a little too eager to get too fucked up. Yeah. So the way Mo just explained how he hangs out, where he sits, you need
1: chill, chills out. You got to chill it out, I think. Yeah, chill it out. Coffee it up a lot. And the, I smoke. If you smoke, you know, definitely. That's where you meet everybody. By the way, people, you know, the in clubs. I'm gonna give people a hot tip here. Sure. Hot fucking tip coming at you. All right. <laughs> you at a club. You don't ever talk to girls inside of that loud fucking establishment. Never. What you do is. You go to the smoking section, mm. and you just be patient. Yes, and they'll all just come to you. Cigarettes, listen. Cigarettes, see. weed. They'll all come to I think, we went, too, I think, to think you. we
0: went too hard on cigarettes.
1: I'm just saying that's uh, where it ends. I up. I think
0: we went too hard on how bad they are for you. Yes. To that they've they've ruined our how good a cigarette can be. Right. As a friend. Right. You go to the you go to the smoking section of a club. There's always girls there. Everyone has something in common. You need a lighter. You need an extra sig. Exactly. There's already a talking point. Man, uh, what do
1: you think of this club? What's going on? You know, the music's lower. you got to be a hyper-assessor, too. Like, in his situation, if you're not assessing girls really fast and understanding, or people, if you're just not, like, assessing human beings really fast. What do you really mean fast, by that? I mean, like, I, I can assess people really fast. Yeah, like, I can just look at them and have, like, six things to say. Yeah. You know, boom, and, boom, boom, and I can keep it going. And they can resist initially, mm. but then they just laugh or something happens or triggers some realness. Just yeah. be fucking real. Girls can smell fake ass dudes from a mile away. Oh, don't come with a
0: line. like I'm for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. And, and, and you see it with a lot of dating profiles, like a lot of people that will send me their profiles. Yeah. They're like, what's the line that will get me? What's the opening line? What's the bio I should put? And I'm like, why don't you be a little bit like, why don't you be original towards what they're doing? And it doesn't feel like you've been copying and pasting for each of these chicks. Right. So I'm saying if this kid's in Amsterdam, chill it out. Go sit out, have a
1: smoke. Yeah. Hang. Go to Lade's fucking chill. And then go and look at a girl and go, yeah. I really like your shoes. Find some locals. You got to find some locals. J train. Find a local girlfriend. It's either you're going to find a local girlfriend that you're just going to have fun and she's going to show you Holland like nobody's showing you Holland that's super dope and you want to commit to that kind of like you know, she's my Holland girlfriend or maybe if it turns into something, turns into something like you're going to invest. This mm. is going to be my steady in Amsterdam or you're just going to be, you know, getting to know, all, it's like a pit stop capital of the world, right? Yeah. Like when I'm coming home, I stop and watch and write stand up. I just mm. love stopping in Amsterdam, smoking up, you know, meeting all kinds of different people, watching street artists. It is a you city know, for like that. And, that.
0: And it's also, I, I mean, for this guy, you have to, it's, it's, I, I gotta go back to that piece where it's not your college town for mm. fucking raging. Exactly. you're in an adult environment where people wanna chill out and talk and get to know people and 100%. then be like and then that shit will It's fall not a rage town. Place. It's not, it's a, not rage a rage town. town no. a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of little of a of a little bit of of Oh shit!
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> high school email and a chick.
0: <laughs> I'm a senior in high school and have an older brother who's a sophomore at uh, a big school. Which has the horrible male-to-female ratio of four to six. He's quite a social butterfly, while I'm a little less outgoing. I'm visiting him this year for a few weekends and staying on campus, not with my parents. Last year, he took me with him to the bars and all along to frat events, but I didn't hook up with any guys while I was there. My brother is quite protective and knows everyone, so would we'll definitely get him back, get back to him if someone uh, with someone. But my problem is getting a guy in the first place. My question is. How can I escape being viewed as a little shy little sister and hopefully get some D during my next visit? Oh, shit. You got to relax, lady.
1: (laughs) How do I approach that? Young lady? Oh, my God. Young terrible. How old is she? She's a sophomore in high school? No, she's a senior. (laughs) Senior <laughs> How do I sport? approach guys? I How she was eighteen fl- when she was trying to fuck all these college? Can you try to ruin collegiate careers? I'm with his bro- with her brother. I'm definitely with her brother. <laughs> do I try to flirt with his friends? Lock your pussy guys? up for a while.
0: <laughs> Should I find a group of sorority girls to take me under their wing? Ah man, I, I gotta say, fuck. This,
1: is, this is one of those emails that makes me hurt. Damn it, Denise. I know you're not Denise, but I just <laughs> I just feel like I need a name for you. I hear what she needs to do is
0: it's gonna happen for you you know what I mean? I think this is like, I I, I know that she's in high school and stuff, but this kind of like relates to a lot of things. Right. She's like, it feels like me a lot. And it feels like a lot of like this kid who's abroad. Like right. you are, the cart is <laughs> before the horse. Yeah. I think right now, like the idea of hooking up and sexuality is so out there that it's we're forgetting to like, get to like, is, to talk to a person's yeah. face. And it's like, she's like, I'm going to college. I got to find that D. And it's like, Listen, you got to take SATs first. Yeah, yeah, you got to fucking <laughs> you know? graduate.
1: Yeah, graduate. I'm just yeah. saying to her. You can get D, but if you want quality D that's going to be with you long term, yeah. fucking focus and become a successful at being a person yeah. as a human being. Not even, <laughs> I'm not even saying like income, any of that shit. I'm, I'm saying like become a really smart, you know, loving, caring person and you're going to get some quality D in your life. And if you want to fuck really well, stop watching porn. Stop <laughs> watching as much porn I'm telling you I agree If you want a better sensation While fucking eventually in the future I feel like there's just Porn is taking over and it's I'm gonna give this advice school, to her I just never heard but a high th- school girl say that
0: This advice has been better for me In my life Yeah Okay And I'll say it to her And this could be said to anyone That's graduated That's a You could be 30 And you could be 18 Like this girl Right And I think this is very helpful Put the time ahead of the sex Put the time you're going to have with your friends and the sex will come. Like, all that shit will work itself out. Right. Anytime that I've been up for a weekend and I'm, like, pumped to see my buddies or pumped to see people that I was, like, really close with and and put my time with them ahead of me searching for fucking V, I've had a great fucking time and that other shit worked itself out.
1: Here's what women should focus on. Okay? If they want to keep a man and they want to do it. I'm telling you. Just focus on preserving your V for as long as possible. Okay, <laughs> preserve it, take preserve care it. of it, nurture it. So make sure when you find the D that you want, yeah, that motherfucker's not gonna be able to like live without you for an, a day. You know, you just be—he's gonna be but backing think- at your call. You can put a leash around his neck and do what you want. You just—you have I'm, a very powerful box down there. I'm
0: with that. But and with my great power
1: comes great responsibility.
0: absolutely and my but my response to that in addition to that is really what makes a powerful v is a V that's surrounded by a village. <laughs> so I want the the v that I am so into, okay, is the one that is. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. Right. It takes a village to make me want to fuck your vagina. Yeah. So I... i like I'm what, trying to understand and, here, dude. So, so and it's same with penis, too. Okay, yeah. If a girl has good friends... Sure. ...good job... I see what you're talking ...good
1: school... About. Hell yeah.
0: Good, ...good background, a full layered relationships with right. people. I'm like, oh my God, I want to live in this vagina. Right. She's got a whole world for me to discover and doesn't need me. Right. She could she could have a thousand D's. Right. And now she's choosing to be with that this kind of goes back to the original email that we started with the podcast, where it's like, make a lion feel like he's eaten. Right. So like every girl, you know, every guy wants to achieve you. We don't want to land on you. So it's like for you with this girl, like, if you go to the school and then all of a sudden you become friends with your brother's friends, and then you meet the sorority girls, and they like you, and you have interesting conversations, and you guys hit it off. Any other guy you meet along the way that you start introducing these people to, and be like, "Whoa, this girl has like a whole world that I'm not used to." Yeah, I just went out. I, I went out with this girl, you know, a while back, and we went out, and uh, we were hanging out, having fun, we we're drinking, and it was just drinking, having fun. And then, like, there was a point where I was like, let's go to another bar. So we tried to go to another bar, and um, we couldn't find a place to go. And then there's this gay bar that I used to do open mics at. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I used to do open mics at this gay bar. Let's go there. They're open, you know? And there was, there was like a cabaret music playing. And so we went in there. I know the bartender. The bartender, I'm like, oh, I know this guy. He's a great guy. He comes over, big hug, big, you know, kiss on the cheek. And it's like, now, you know, you become Frank Sinatra a little right, bit. Right. You, know, you know, you're like, oh, he knows the bartender. You know, and it's like, you look like you have, like, oh, look at, he's actually made relationships with other people. Then the bartender right. went up to the piano and started. And did a song dedicated to me Oh my god I, I, I couldn't make this up if I wanted to But I just see him with a rose in his hand <laughs> a rose in his hand But I removed myself from the situation and I was like I had a moment where I was like man, this is, this is kind of a world that I wouldn't have had if I had never gotten into comedy. Right. I never would have met this different guy from me who wanted to sing to me at a bar right, right. in front of a girl who you know, barely knows me as hilarious. much as him. That's it's hilarious, hilarious, but it also added levels and yeah, dimensions. she
1: loved you at to, that point. She's at that like, point, look, at this guy. look at this
0: guy. this fucking, guy. Fucking what the hell is this guy? Fucking Sinatra yeah. Freed. Yeah. You know, so... This is, kind of, <laughs> this is my advice to her Where it's like and
1: Strangers I'm, in the night <laughs> Exchanging glances Wandering in the night and, But this is why This stuff what will get you D&P Way life. more than you Searching
0: for D&P Exactly Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com here with Mo Ammer at real Mo Ammer on Twitter and Instagram he's going to be in Phoenix at the House of Comedy tonight you can see him at the cellar he's got a few tickets left
1: it's tomorrow the big shows are tomorrow With well, they are on the, on yeah Tuesday. I know but this comes out Tuesday that's right that's what I meant tonight <laughs> the golden zone <laughs>
0: Guy the goal is this guy writes, okay, I'm gonna sound like a total douche in this email, but hear me out.
1: I feel like I should do like background trumpet sounds while you're reading email. Just like soft like elevator.
0: <laughs> I just started college and met a girl who was an eight seven seven. She wants to be in a relationship already and I don't want that uh that eight seven seven Face, body, personality
1: okay, Yeah, I'm saying she's an answer I just yeah. want to confirm the digits She
0: wants to be in a relationship And I don't know, uh, want that at all In my first semester at college mm. The question is How can I keep smashing But not in a relationship right now All advice is appreciated P.S. I w- would totally subscribe to your Patreon But I can't afford it right now Listen, that's okay If you can't afford Patreon The dollar a month If you can't afford the dollar a month The dollar a month I'm not here to judge Judging a little <laughs> Jesus,
1: I'll get him a subscription.
0: i uh, not here to judge. No, listen. Obviously, I'm kidding. If you can't afford it, believe it. this is still here for you. The podcast is still here. It's still free. But if you can, get involved. Shovel that coal into the engine. Eight, PPS, seven, seven. Shelby's killing it, but still Miss Manson. So a compliment, non compliment. Right, still old, old, old producer, Manson. Okay. What do you think? How does he keep fucking her <laughs> while not getting into a relationship?
1: That's what he was saying. I mean, I'm, that's what he was saying. Was, I mean, it was, it was it was choppy a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead say it. So this guy's got an eight seven seven. Wants to be
0: she wants to be in a relationship, and I don't want me. that in my first semester of college. The question is, Oof, how can I keep smashing? They're not in a relationship right now.
1: Yeah, that's a tough situation to be in. Your first semester of college, is still I wouldn't in the want road. to be in a relationship. You know, honestly, it might be it might be a situation where some guys accomplish more when they have it available to them. Mm. So if he's like really happy and it's eight seven seven and everything is grooving, I mean like it might really get him through the year. You know, mm. It might actually help him out Instead of him thinking like, How do I keep smashing this No you know what She could be helping you Giving you stability mm. You don't feel like You need to go out And party super hard Because it's your freshman year In college mm. You can just You have that steady Steady uh, experience There it, waiting for it you It might not be a bad it option It might not be a bad option I agree It might not be a bad option But If she's clingy If she's like If she's showing signs of crazy Then yeah This guy's definitely...
0: only move And the thing is You have to you have to do what a lot of the guys do to these girls that write in. Right. He has to say, you have to say, hey, it's okay to not want a relationship your first semester. If you went to the court of public opinion and you said, hey, judge, um, I'm first semester freshman year. This girl's cool. We just had sex, but she wants a relationship. He would go, yeah, you got a few points here, kid. Right. I, and he does. So I would say, I would be honest. and whole. It's okay to own what you want. And it's okay to later be wrong about that. Right. You could say to her, hey, I, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm sorry. Um, if you want a boyfriend, we probably should stop hooking up. Right. Is what you should say. Yeah. But if you're cool with hanging out and uh, seeing where this goes, we can keep doing that too because I've been having fun with
1: you. 100%.
0: And then... You can look at that Like in the later year You know The later months Of what's going on And go Ah I fucked up Yeah 100% And then you can I come think, back there And I say I think it's, hey, it's very then, reasonable yeah. What
1: he's saying I mean man First semester in college The guy's are, like super pressed I mean he's trying to You know And it's a big year I mean you fuck up nine, if you fuck, you fuck up your freshman year in, in college It's a It's a big hole To dig yourself out of Let's do
0: a hypothetical
1: You ready? I love hypotheticals Let's do it Airplane hypothetical Yeah Airplane
0: training wheels i know your fear of flying Mm. i i'm just not a good flyer oh really i didn't know that (laughs) i'm not i just don't i do okay Mm. but i'm not crazy i'm not i've seen people with like real fears i'm not that right but i'm also not like comfortable yeah i can relate as i also fucking hate it every time i get on a plane i think i'm gonna die but at least i wouldn't have student loans anymore (laughs) <laughs> anyhow what is the yeah, least you wouldn't Im- but somebody would inherit somebody this gets it, yeah anyhow what is the least amount of money you would have you would have to be paid to survive a plane crash with no injury or consequence how much money how, what is the least amount of money we uh money would you have to be paid to survive a plane crash with no injury or consequence here's the catch you don't know before you get on the plane that you're going to be in the crash and survive. You also have no clue uh, any money is waiting for you at the end of the traumatizing experience. You will experience all the fear and panic as you are in the air as the plane goes down. Total time from when you when you know you're going down till crash is 10 minutes. At the end, you escape unharmed, and so is everyone else. Then you find out you get paid whichever minimum amount you decided on. This will have no impact on future fear of flying one-time thing. This is an interesting question. Seems class. like an easy
1: answer. How much? To me, ten I would do minutes th- for the scariest ten minutes of your life. I mean, I don't. I don't even know if I need money for that. It sounds like a pretty fucking amazing experience. It's like I a think, roller coaster. I think I can cash in on the long haul. And I don't even feel guilty about it because everybody survived. Everybody survived. Everybody a major. survived. Not seeing the death and despair, you know, would, that goes along with it. I would run to the comedy cellar <laughs> immediately after that experience <laughs> and write some the of the most amazing yeah. shit. You're not fucking gonna believe be what on, happened. I just went plane, plane crash. Everyone left. Be, be on Ellen the next day. Fucking yeah. articulating the story with humor and accuracy. And I would love just to see. I don't.
0: I mean, I'm not wishing this to happen to anybody, but just to see how people would react. I, I've said this before on the pod. Yeah. Like, would I be running around being like, "Who will fuck me right now?" You
1: have ten minutes. Like, I would I. I mean, like, yeah. Especially if you don't know you're going. Could I even get minutes? hard during those ten minutes? Oh, I'm pretty sure I could. You could, of course. You think you get hard during a plank? Get going, yeah. If it's the right person with me, yeah, it'll happen. I would turn to anybody. Yeah. Old I mean, if I, I don't know it's happening, so I'd probably be praying like crazy. How
0: awkward would that be? Yeah, I'd be fucking crying and praying. i would be whatever. trying
1: to I've been trying to make phone calls. I wouldn't be I wouldn't I'd try not to cry for sure. I would just make phone call, try to like get signals.
0: I mean, I have been scared on a on a plane before. Yeah, and I looked ridiculous, and then like the most embarrassing thing is when it turbulence, lands or what turbulence. Yeah, I get like a little like. You know, white knuckle Okay And then But nothing is less tough Than when you Like have a turbulent landing And then you land and you're like
1: Okay, what up? Yeah <laughs> You can't just walk off the plane Being a man I'm the opposite man I'm the direct opposite You don't care yeah, about any turbulence? Care. Yeah, I don't do any I don't have any problems Have you been in some bad stuff? Um, I've been in some really horrible, turbulent flights, yeah, like, for hours and hours and hours.
0: Hours and hours and hours? Yeah, it was,
1: like, from, um, it was from Houston to Philly, and the whole entire flight was, like, what is it, like, three-hour flight or something? Yeah. It was miserable. I mean, I had, and I had the screaming? worst was people Were people screaming? People were like, ah, yeah. Oh, ah. Yeah. And then oh, it's like and the then the whole fucking the, time.
0: Which I just want every five minutes. It's of, happened a lot.
1: It's happened a few times. But so.
0: I just would love like the, the, the pilot to go, Yeah, we're not fucking I just want a pilot to one time just come on and go, Yeah, we're fine, we're fucking fine.
1: Right, right. Like this is Well he's able- gotta focus. He can't just get on the thing like, hey guys, um uh he's holding the fucking plane, he has his hands on the Oh, you think so? Yeah, they do, especially oh. <laughs> with turbulent tunnels. Yeah, they do. I yeah. was always was like autopilot. They're up there having a couple drinks. I mean, on long, extremely long flights, yeah, they do like uh they do put it on autopilot and they still do it here locally mm-hmm. as well. But at the same time there's you know, they have to take over the wheel. Yeah. During turbulent stuff, they have to have I
0: always try to think of it as like listen, I've They're driven riding on, a horse at that point. And you know? I've always thought of it as like you're I've driven on a a dirt road that has fucking potholes.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing. It's de- it's freaking amazing though. So recently, when Dave was doing uh, shows in Detroit, he was commuting back and forth every night. So okay. we would fly to Detroit from Ohio, and then right after the show, I mean, I mean, directly after the show, we'd go back in the car and back into the plane, and the plane would take us back to Ohio. Really, in, in his jet. Yeah. Okay. So we went there. I was like, man, can I? I wanted to change with the flight attendant. Um, that's sitting there She's just sitting in the jump seat Right behind the pilots mm-hmm. So she sees takeoff Landing I mean it's beautiful Yeah So I decided to go over there And it was so cloudy And You don't It's fucking horrifying I'm like dude You don't know where you're driving into It's like driving In fog Complete pitch black fog Oh and they can, And it's all But to them Like that's what they do They could I'm They like, can oh land I'm oh my god At first I was like horrified right Because there's And then you hit And you and you get out of the clouds then you just see Earth. It's just unbelievable yeah. to be there. So the next day, I sat with them on uh, On takeoff and landing. And that was just like an amazing experience. I, I didn't think feel like make... Everybody else was scared. It was like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I, don't I think want to see that, that would make me feel better about yeah. flying. Well, my brother's a pilot, though. So oh, that's really? Why, yeah. So he took me up when I was like 15 in a Cessna's, you know, this mm. piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like a lawnmower. Li- he's literally like pumping, uh, <laughs> you know, he was pumping whatever uh, gas into the engine. He's like, hold on yeah, yeah. And he goes all right here we go and it gets going and we fucking take off and he like he let go of the wheel he's like hey hold it hold it i'm gonna let it go and he let it go and i was like oh shit yeah and i grabbed it like that i was so scared i was shaking and uh, he broke me of any fear of flying that could have and he turned off the engine and he does uh this part of like their training mm. where you turn off the engine and you just glide down so that's training yeah I'd be freaking you gotta, the fuck you gotta, you out you gotta, you gotta be able to land Well, freaking the fuck out would be the worst thing you can do Yeah, 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 yeah. I, Well, that's why I'm out. not a pilot That's why, <laughs> that's why I'm so I just the conductor that. of the J-Train podcast yeah, so, every Tuesday and Friday So I, I, I don't I don't mind it at all, man I don't have any problems I mean, there's only a few times The only time I super freaked out was when I had a, an entire edible Chibachu. Oh, really? Apparently that was four doses and I didn't know <laughs> And I was having a massive panic attack.
0: I can't think of one place I'd rather not be than in a confined tube. While horrible. high like
1: that, it was hor- no. It was really, really bad. I mean, I was like sweating profusely. <laughs> I was uh, when it started taking off. I was like, "This clouds. This is metal. It's not supposed to fly." Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is. It was the realest I've this ever. This is with not myself. what was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't think this is normal. You know. Well, Mo, thank you for coming on. Fantastic. Thank you for
0: me. At Realmo Amor at Twitter and Instagram. Go follow and him, Facebook. support him, and Facebook. He's gonna be in Phoenix House of Comedy, Comedy Cellar tonight. Uh, we're going to come back with one news item. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Mo, thank you so much. So awesome having you on. Pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. That's yeah, so good. At Real Mo Ammer on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Shelby. Yo. Classic Shelb, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. What do we got? So Taylor Swift's been in the news a lot Dude yeah, new album that's coming out. But she's also in the news for like a weird wedding toast. Okay, so she she, she was like the main of honor. She was in the the bride's party. Yeah, it's uh, like her best friend growing up. She's probably sort of like her entourage, yeah. if you will. But uh, she gave a speech that it was kind of raunchy and almost Have like you a met, roast. You met
1: Taylor. I did. What'd I met her want? a couple times I met her at Gigi Hadid's birthday party you know, No right? way I mean yeah. my gut Well I didn't know I was going there Dave was like Hey man you wanna come with me I was like yeah let's go You yeah. wanna come have a drink I was like yeah let's go And then we get in this Porsche And we pull up to Nice Guy And I just It's a normal thing Hang for us We just go to Nice Guy And I walk in I didn't even know Until after I saw it on uh, On what do you call it On, uh, on TMZ mm. I saw it on the TMZ People were telling me Hey man you on TMZ I was like for what And then It was I didn't even know <laughs> It was her I didn't even know. I mean, I knew it was Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, ran, I was like, "Oh shit, Taylor's here!" Then I saw, you know, Naomi Campbell walk in. I saw Lenny Kravitz show up. I mean, I, I watched
0: shop. you. I gotta say, one of your your greatest. I, I I've heard these stories from you before. You meet all these crazy people. Then I went with you. Mm-hmm. You and I, we went to the F one. Oh yeah, that was so much fun. When man. we were in Montreal, Mo and I went to this the Formula like Formula E Formula E race. Mm. You met them at a show, and then all of a sudden. Uh, Kate Upton shows up, yeah, that's right. And Mo had to go on stage,
1: to, like do like two minutes of like welcoming everybody. Welcoming. They were like kind of expecting me to stand up. I was like, nah, don't stand up in this tent.
0: And then all of a sudden, I'm like laughing at how awful the situation is for Mo. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Kate Upton stands up, and they have this like you have, like a ten minute conversation. It was pretty wonderful. How did you not look at her boobs? I, I peripherals. God, <laughs> they're in your peripheral side I was watching the whole time. I was like, I, I was like, if I was talking to her,
1: I I would be like, looking at her forehead. Yeah, I was the whole time. No, she's great, man. She's really cool. But we're I think still texting and stuff. It's really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she say? Is she gonna come I to the shows? We just hang out. Yeah, we're just like, when are you gonna be in New York? When are you gonna be in L.A.? Like, she's in L.A., so I haven't been back there yet. This but she's really. Crazy. good she, We have a mutual friend, Nassim Padrad. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that was that's what kicked it off too. But you do work. I, I watched you with Kate, and it was like.
0: I would be like, "Oh my god, you, right. you, you're calm with her."
1: Right. That's Dave. That's Dave years. Yeah. It's Dave you're Trained in trained. the way of a celebrity trained. interaction. I don't give a fuck.
0: Well, Taylor had this speech at the at the wedding. Play the speech. Let's see how she did.
1: After him, they're falling. falling. They're stumbling. They make it to the bathroom, and I hear sounds that I can never unhear. <laughs> <laughs> and Woo! then there's silence. And then. So. That's
0: basically it. (laughs) Sounds I can never unhear.
1: So, in the middle of her speech for her friend who's the bride, she's referring to them as a previous story?
0: I guess that she's saying that they fucked in the bathroom. Yeah.
1: She's out it's of It's just funny because
0: I, I we have a lot of people that write into this podcast for advice on how to give speeches. This is not good speech. This is not
1: good a, a good
0: one to learn from. Yeah, no, no. Only Taylor Swift
1: could get away. It just shows. It'd be funny like, if there was like a grandmother in the audience, like, "What, You mean she's not a virgin? <laughs> You're fucked in the bathroom, Margaret? Oh jeez." Well, that's the
0: advice I always give. I'm always like, "Listen, Nana's in the crowd," oh. and it's like the minute it's Taylor Swift, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, ha, ha, ha. you know, like they weren't when? laughing.
1: They weren't laughing hard. There was nervous. There was nervous a little and bit. And I would say seventy percent of them were kind of like, "What the hell is going on?" Thirty percent was like, "Oh, that's so funny." It's funny that this is like a view into her yeah. world, though. Yeah. Like, it, like
0: Should the she all she heard was yeah people laughed at my funny thing this is yeah yeah because i was watching like Katy perry hosted the uh uh the vmas and like she did this whole bit in the beginning Mm. that was like brutally awful like Mm. it's not funny but like you could see her waiting on punchlines. like right this is what my friends laughed at right right, right. instead everyone's like no you're you're an insane person right and it's like this uh, taylor's living in, in an unreality reality she might be
1: nice but like that or she could be like, "Hey, I paid for this wedding, so yeah, uh, go fuck yourself." I'll y'all fuck in the bathroom. na na boo boo. Bye, bitch. Uh, give me a champagne bottle. We out of here. Who's blowing? I'll blow someone too. You know, give here. me thirty black dancers and let them stand behind me, and it's gonna make the internet. Go crazy for slavery,
0: <laughs> Mohammer, Thank you. Yeah, for what's coming up, on. man? Thank you for having me. At Real Mohammer, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thank Shelby, you thank me. you. At Classic Shelby, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next
1: episode. Boom, boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by Digital Media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors,
0: please. Boom. Boom!